you might even get to a loop where you're continuing to invest, continuing to invest, and you're just thinking, okay, I've got to get more. I've got to do more. I've got to do more. For what? How do you know what enough is enough? How do you know what you're investing for and what are those, what are those things that investing is going to help you with? Welcome to the Path to Passive podcast, where we talk about building wealth and empowering lifestyle through commercial real estate investing for tech professionals. I always wish that other tech professionals reaching financial freedom had documented their journey along the way, so I'm doing it for the rest of us. Join us as we explore stories, many failures, and lessons learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hey, did you ever get a gold accomplished and you just weren't totally stoked on achieving it? Or maybe you were, but it was only for a couple of hours. Or maybe you've been so focused on getting something done and getting that accomplished that you started to lose sight on what the bigger picture was. In this episode, I want to talk about ends versus means goals. I want to talk about what exactly these are, just defining briefly what these are. I want to talk about difference and the real power of ends goals. I want you to look at what it actually is to be a means goal and an ends goal. And if you are discovering, you discover that you have more of means goals and ends goals, what you can do to start shifting that over to the other side. So welcome to the episode on Path the Passive. This is real estate investing for tech professionals. My name is Steven. I am your host. Let me be talking about something that is sort of near and dear to my heart, which is ends goals and means goals. Each week, I come to you with topics about real estate and also just in general personal development topics to help make sure that we're focusing on the right things on our investing journey. I'm also on this path, which is why it's called Path to Passive, and I want to document this for the rest of us as well. So a couple things I want to talk about here getting into today's episode is, you know, I'm, I'm recording this a few days before this episode goes out, and it's actually going to be the number 25, the 25th episode of this podcast so far. And this has been a pretty pretty good milestone for me. It's a, a quarter of a milestone, really. I mean, my goal was to get out 100 episodes. Of course, it's a reminder to me of why I'm doing this podcast, ends versus means goals here, which is to deliver investing in real estate knowledge to the tech community, the community that I'm part of here. Also, to connect with others in real estate so that I can continue to build my network and continue to get that value over to my listeners as well. For you listening, thank you very much. And also just in general to get to know this content better, get to know these principles to become a better investor and real estate investor myself. Also, I'm recording this. It's uh, I'm getting prepared to go out to Seattle to celebrate my dad's 70th birthday. 70th birthday, if you can imagine that. It's quite a milestone. It's going to be, you know, uh, some time where we get to be there with myself and the family, my brothers, my parents, of course. Um, we're just going to be there to celebrate my dad. And so, you know, it's, it's just thinking about that quality time with each other. Also, I've been doing interviews with guests and podcasts, and a recurring theme that has been coming up is them talking about being focused on the right things, right? Of course, they're talking about their investment vehicles. They're talking about why they're in those type of asset classes, asset classes, I should say, in real estate, and even some others, which will be coming out shortly, but really making sure that you're focusing on the right thing, right? And they also talk about having a point of service and giving back and making sure that you know why you're doing what you're doing, right? They, you know, one in particular guest that I just interviewed was George Salas, George Salas, who is a 
uh, who is an STR, short-term rental king, really, does fantastic things with short-term rentals, and that will come out in an episode later. But he was actually talking about this topic specifically, about means, goals, and ends goals. And it really got me thinking that I need to go into depth on this topic. And you know, the things I talked about, about the podcast and talked about with spending time with the family all go toward, you know, this topic perfectly of ends goals and means goals, such as, you know, why, why am I, I focused on, you know, hitting 25, you know, 50, 75, hundred episodes so that I can share knowledge that I can build networks so that I can, right. Get to know this content better, you know, and just the same with investing, et cetera. So we have these goals so that we can do things. And I'll say one of the problems that happens is that most people are confusing means goals and ends goals. I know I certainly did and have been, <laughs> I remember the aha moments that I had too, when I went from, oh, that's not the thing that I actually want. What I want is this thing over here, right? And making those small, but, but you know, frequent, but hopefully not too frequent ones, there'd be, you know, you have to do it less and less as you come up with new goals or you get rid of some, etc. But people confuse means and end goals. Let me give you an example. Let's take the example of someone going to diet to get healthy, right? As an example, maybe, you know, maybe you've heard of yo-yo diets, you know, where you yo-yo, you, you know, go on a diet, you lose a bunch of weight and you go back to whatever the behaviors were before. And then you gain it all back, even though they, you know, you might originally have uh, thought that you wanted to have a goal of getting healthy. So you'll lose weight, but you didn't adopt everything else to get there. So in this case, the behavior was changed for this person. They were eating food better for a bit, making better choices. You know, they were going to the gym a few extra times, or maybe they were going and just having more activity than they ever had before to lose that. And they lost the weight. They lost the, say, five to 10 pounds, and then boom, the weight went straight back on way too quickly because they were focused on hitting that weight. And they thought that was you know, that they were focused on that means goals versus the end goal of being healthy, of becoming a healthy person to focus on things like feeling competent, confident, feeling confident in their own skin, having all the benefits of feeling healthy, just being an overall healthy person. So if you're losing weight, so so that you can be a healthy person, then you're so that I can is some of the key words here, right? So what are we talking about? Means goals and ends goals. Anytime you're thinking of goal, and like I've been saying here, you say at the very end, so that I can blank, that is going to be a means goals. The idea is that you're doing something so that you can have something, so that you can feel something, so that you can, whatever the reason you have, is a means to an end. Aha, of course, this is what we're talking about, right? So in the case of having the ends goals here is it you know it could be like another one could be wanting to go to school and graduate with a certain type of degree right maybe so that you can what get a certain job so that you can make a lot of money so that you might feel success so that you can what right where ends goals are usually deeper personal aims and it's something that you actually really want a lot more and something speaks to your primary values so to speak in this case let's say like I said, we were talking about feeling successful in that job. And this was just one more example to go and look at 
hey, why do you want something so that I can what? Now, getting to your ends goals and testing your means goals. So now that you know this, we can talk about how to switch from means goals to ends goals. And this is one of the most simplest thing that you can do and ask is why. You got to be like that young kid who's always asking why, why, why. Just keep asking yourself that in, in the goals that you have, in this case, right, to really get to the bottom of it. Take your idea of wanting to get, you know, let's say uh, another one might be wanting to get promoted or in these competitive tech jobs, whether Fang, Mang, whatever you want to call them. And these are jobs where, you know, it's it's how do you continue to learn more, do more, get, you know, better and, and stay competitive, right? Uh, and so it's what do you want to get promoted for? Some obvious things, very surface level would be, well, I want to make more money. You know, it could be, you know, I want to climb the ladder, so to speak. Maybe not in that language, but maybe it could be that so that I can have more responsibility, so I can have, you know, a better, a better position, right? But let's say it's to make more money as an example. Why do you want to make more money? Do you really know why it is? Is it because you want to have more stuff? Is it because so that you can buy a bigger house, so that you can upgrade your car, so that you have more money in the bank for savings, so that you could have more for you know your children or your family? Whatever that is, you have to keep asking and go down that rabbit hole to understand why it is. Maybe it's because and it, it might just be, you'll end up finding that as you go down that path, it's because maybe having more money in the bank provides a form of security. And you feel that it has more security because something might have happened in the past where you want to be able to have that sense of security so that you can feel that. And I might be totally wrong here, but the point still is, is that you need to go back and ask yourself why to really get to what that means. And I want to talk about a bonus number four here, teaching point, is to ask some other questions on the side to think about, well, okay, that's an interesting thing to go back and reevaluate. Why is it that I actually want to get promoted? Or why is it that, you know, I want to do, you know, these investments and make more money, etc. Some of these are so obvious, it's, uh, it almost sounds silly to talk about and think about. But when you dive into knowing your own reasons, then you have that much more clarity. But maybe you need some ideas on other areas too. So, these are some things I borrowed. I, you know, have taken a, a Mind Valley course from I think his name is Vishen Lakiani uh, a while ago, probably over I mean, just about two years now. And I remember this one particular area, one particular like mini course he has. And again, this isn't mine. I just want to call that out and give it credit where credit is due. And it's um, uh, it was called the three most important questions. And basically, he's talking about something very similar: ends goals and means goals. And I, I thought about this as I was putting together this episode for today, but I wanted to share this this section, this part of it, because I think it's I think it's pretty good to get the mind thinking, right? And so when we talk about means goals and ends goals, uh, or ends goals specifically here, I want to talk about three categories. He's got three buckets, and there are experiences, there are growth opportunities, and there are contribution opportunities. So experience, what do you want to experience in life? How do you want to grow and develop yourself? And then how do you want to contribute to the world? And so on the experiences aspect, one question is, well, what do you want to experience? And you could be asking yourself things like, you know, one of the most remarkable experiences that you wish to have in this lifetime. 
you know, consider, you know, your love life relationships, etc. You know, think about the experiences you'd like to have with your family and friends. What would your social life look like? You know, assume that you had unlimited access to funds. What type of car would you really want to drive? Where would you want to go? What, etc, etc. And so, you know, it could be traveling to exotic locations, take the highest peaks of the world, you know, run an ultra marathon, whatever that could be, you could talk about those experiences. It could be people that you want to take on trips, you know, things that you want to provide to your family, buy your parents' new house, whatever those kinds of things it would be, etc. On the growth aspect, the question's simple. The question is, how do you want to grow? Include intellectual, spiritual, physical, and professional growth here. So some of the questions that he asks and he's listed is how would you like to develop yourself? Again, we're talking about growth here. It could be, think about your intellectual life, for instance. What skills would you like to obtain? How do you want to deal with stressful events in your life? What languages would you want to master? What character traits do you admire in others? And which would you like to master? I like that one particularly because I love the idea of modeling, but I'll save that for another time on uh, some principles around neurolinguistic programming. So, Growth end goals could be, you know, practicing yoga every day, cultivate the body of an athlete, get a free diving license and speak three foreign languages fluently, just as some ideas, some big ones. And then some contribution goals to think about is how do you want to contribute, include showing up in the world, your career, creativity, and your charity? How could you contribute to your family, friends, society, city, or even the entire planet to go much big more consciously at a higher, higher conscious at that point? What will you do? with your legacy? What will that be? How will you make the world a slightly better place? And which problem would you like to solve for the planet and humanity? Major contribution. These, some of these items could be educate community in poverty, work as a volunteer in other countries. And third here could be look for meaningful projects to donate your time and energy. So these are just a small framework I wanted to share from his perspective. He's thinking about, you know, ends goals. Some of them, arguably, I would almost say could be means goals as well. But if you look at these and you think about the your own things that you thought up, or maybe you want to borrow some of these two, always ask yourself, is it, I want this so that I can what? And if you answer that, you'll still get much more clarity on why it is that you want to do things from a conscious level than maybe you're just doing things because you, you thought, this is what I must be doing. This is what I should be doing. Okay, so to recap for today, just a quick few things, making it brief is ends goals versus means goals. We talked about a quick example around the means goal and ends goals, that with the yo-yo dieting example. How to know if you're actually more focused on means goals and ends goals. You know, I talked about the idea of, you know, getting promoted and, you know, uh, if you're totally focused on means goals, then you're always thinking about, well, how can I get promoted? How can I get promoted? And the next thing, and the next thing, the next thing. You're not thinking about, well, why am I actually stuck in this process, in this rat race, in this whatever? And what can I actually do to focus on the ends goals of having more, you know, better relationships, more free time, more, you know, whatever it is versus just the next thing. Also, what can you do right now to start focusing on more ends goals versus means goals? And asking yourself those why questions to get down to really understanding is why are the things you're doing mapped to something that's more important from a greater outcome for you? And how does that align to your own values as well? So bringing us to the action today, closing up is that evaluate your goals. Real simple. This is the whole theme of today. I've done this a number of times. I continue to do this. 
something, you know, that is good. If you've ever done annual planning, say at your tech job, say at your job, then you've got some kind of annual plan you've done and, you know, make it a, a quarterly thing, make it just like, you know, I've talked about things in a, a previous episode, I think, uh, man, I think that was maybe six or seven episodes ago on OKRs, outcomes and key results and talked about setting those. But it's the same thing. You know, what can you do to set those for the year? You know, measure those, uh, look at them quarterly, right? Like seriously quarterly. What have you achieved? What have you want to set for the next quarter? Uh, and what can you do to look at your own personal scorecard on a week to week basis? Don't overwhelm yourself. If this starts to sound overwhelming. Start simple. But the point is go back and look because you should take it serious. This is our life. This is your life. Uh, it's going to take a little bit of work, but just like anything, the more you do it, the more you get better at it, the easier it becomes. Things must be difficult before they can become easy. I definitely know these take a lot of effort, but it's worth it. All right. So evaluate what your goals are. And we're talking about real estate. We're talking about investing. So do your investing goals support you getting to your end goals? What mean goals do you have to help you with milestones along that way? And, you know, the why is simple. I talked about it again here is that if you get caught in a cycle of means goals and you continue to invest all sorts of things over and over and over, and, and then you might even get to a loop where you're continuing to invest, continue to invest, and you're just thinking, okay, I've got to get more. I've got to do more. I've got to do more. For what? How do you know what enough is enough? How do you know what you're investing for and what are those what are those things that investing is going to help you with are you going to sacrifice a bunch of other things for investing what are those things what are your non-negotiables why are those important to you etc right and so it's quite simple so that if an opportunity comes in the future you can make decisions about where you're going to allocate your time if it's really important for you to have goals to spend time with your family then uh, it becomes a whole lot clearer on what you're going to say yes and what you're going to say no to. Again, it's just like we're talking about buy boxes and criteria for investments. It's why do we have these goals around other areas of life and how do we make sure that it's ecological, right? That the goals support each other. That's the main point. So quote of the day, what I particularly love from Jim Rohn, which is if the why is powerful enough, the how is easy. If the why is powerful enough, the how is easy. And I like this one because it speaks to that if we have a strong enough why, well, we're going to get after it. We're going to have all the emotional power and desire behind going after whatever that goal is because the why is so much clearer. You know, if there's, if it's, if it needs, if we have uh, that, that point of having something so dear and near to us, the why is, well, if I don't do this, then I will feel what? Find one that is extremely positive. And if I do this, I will feel this. Or uh, if I don't do this, I will feel incredibly negative. And I do this, I will feel incredibly positive. That way you have a push and you're a pull there. But if the why is powerful enough, the how is easy. So that's what we're talking about. All right, wrapping up for today, as always, I have to ask, please, is that if this helped at all, please leave a review wherever you're listening. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or if you're here watching and or listening on YouTube, would appreciate that as well. I've interviewed six people so far and I have about another 94 in the pipeline to get scheduled and going. 
next week will be my first well, the week after not, not not this friday when you're listening to this now but but the week after last week of february as well be starting to publish a series of these guests that i have interviewed and the cool thing is many of these uh guests are exactly where you know many of us have been we're in you know, IT professionals, tech professionals, and uh, they share their path of how they have gone through and invested as well. And, you know, many of them, the last two, two, two to three have retired from, you know, tech to go in full-time investing as well. And it's pretty cool stories you're going to want to hear. So stay tuned for those. But anyway, like I was saying, if this helped you, please leave a review. If you want to hear about certain topics, you can reach out to me on email. This is steven at aritacapital.com or the.real.arita on Instagram. Of course, both of these will be in the show notes, so you can have a look there. And um, if you just want to talk about any of these things more in uh, in depth, feel free to shoot me a mail as well. I'd be happy to set up a meet with you, send you my calendar link so we can dive into these. I can see where I would help you. I love talking about real estate, talking about tech, etc. And we can get into it anywhere I can serve you. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for joining me on another episode of Path to Passive, and I will see you next time. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Path to Passive. We love connecting with our listeners and those on the path to architecting their wealth and improving their lives. Feel free to let us know what topics you'd like to see in future episodes. Get in touch with us through email or Instagram. See you next week for a new episode.